Next on BYU Sports Nation, yo, guess who's back? A stunning 180 by BYU big man Yoli Childs. We'll go live to the Childs press conference and also hear from head coach Mark Pope. Plus, does Yoli's return make BYU an NCAA tournament team? Childs, please. Let's go. TJ will penetrate the baseline. Get to Yo. Yo drives to the rim. Cocks the hammer and throws it down with the right hand. Oh. Leaning back. The Mercy. left and the finish. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, May 30th, a date you should all remember. Wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who is currently collecting a wealth of yard and garden tools, Jerem Jordan. Okay. I'm very excited about Yoli yes, Childs coming yes, back. Yes, We found out yesterday, uh, this is huge news. We did not see this coming. This was a change of direction for him. He came on the show multiple times and said on social media that he was uh, going to leave. But now he's back, and this means a lot more is possible for BYU basketball. I'm very excited about the juice around the program. Obviously, a new staff. Jake Toulson is back. Uh, Yoli Childs is back, and that was some great unexpected news yesterday. Much more on that coming up. And we also begin today's huge and unique show with some breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. BYU and ESPN have announced the kick times and networks in regards to four of the Cougars' 12 upcoming 12 football games in the 2019 season, beginning with the season opener against Utah Thursday night, August 29th, 10:15 Eastern kickoff time on ESPN. Jeremy, you and I were talking about this specifically yesterday. We think it'll probably be part of a doubleheader on ESPN, the second game yeah. of two. Not a huge fan of 10:15 to be honest. A late game like that, especially on a Thursday when it's not a Saturday, you're not going up against everybody, but it's on ESPN, so you do it. It's great. At Tennessee, Saturday, September 7th, BYU again in the primetime slot, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain. I that like that game time more. Also broadcast on ESPN. So BYU opens up with games on the mothership in weeks one and two. Then BYU returns home to Provo for game number three against the Trojans of USC, Saturday, September 14th, 3.30 Eastern, yeah. 1.30 Mountain. That afternoon kickoff, it will be on either ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2, another national audience, a la what BYU did against Wisconsin with the option of going to one of the three places in ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2. Then the fourth game announced is Idaho State, Saturday, November 16th. That will be broadcast on BYU TV at 3 yeah. Eastern, 1 Mountain. Another <laughs> afternoon kickoff. They are in the afternoon sometimes. Yeah, yeah. so I like it. Uh, first three weeks, ser- serious showcase for BYU football. Washington, you better believe that's going to be on uh, you know, uh, an ESPN family of network. Sure. And the, the other three home games will be. So now yes. we know Utah, Tennessee, Idaho State. The other three, of course, will be on ABC, ESPN, ESPN2, or ESPNU. Yeah, those kick times to be determined. But, hey, great news. Out of the gate, BYU, Utah, ESPN, BYU at Tennessee, primetime ESPN, and then the Trojans in Provo, ESPN in the afternoon. Great stuff. It all starts in how many days? 
A countdown to the youths. 91 days. 91 days away okay. from that 10:15 p.m. Eastern kick against no, the Utes. 21 or 26, season. but yeah. <laughs> Don't it's be true. deceived by the 10:15. It's, it's actually 10:21 yes. or a slide to 10:26. It likely Eastern. will slide to 10:26. Right, and that means a nine Eastern countdown to kickoff. Let's go. Let's hey, let's go, man. And uh, Prime eight time. Eastern uh, radio pregame show. There you go. Number 91, Ross Varner. Played with uh, a guy like Gary Scheide in the mid-70s from 1974 to 78. Defensive end, first team, all whack and honorable mention. All-American in 1978. Had 14 career sacks, 10 forced fumbles. Ross Varner is your player of the day. All right, we go to today's show lineup. The Yoli Childs press conference starts in just over five minutes. We'll have reaction Obviously from Yoli Childs, the man of the hour, and you'll see the reaction from Mark Pope. And what does this mean for BYU next season? We'll discuss. We now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Maybe you heard a Yoli reverse for the ages. He announces via Twitter that he's withdrawing from the NBA draft and returning to BYU for his senior season. Childs led the team last season with 33 blocks, 309 rebounds, and he scored a lot, 679 points. He was a 21-10 and 10 guy, which is awesome. Sophomore-to-be middle blocker Heather Knighting is one of 20 players on the USA Volleyball Junior National Team. The roster will go down to 12 players for the U-20 World Championships in Mexico in July. Knighting's in Japan with the USA Collegiate National Team with head coach Heather Olmstead, world traveler. BYU women's soccer and head coach Jen Rockwood released the 2019 schedule. It includes six Power 5 teams, including Alabama, Mississippi State, Utah, Texas A&M in Provo, Kansas, and Kansas State. That's a nice slate, not surprisingly. That's fantastic. And much more coming up on the show with Yoli Childs. What changed his mind? We'll hear from him after the break at his press conference. And we'll hear and see Coach Pope's reaction to the return of Yoli Childs. Loaded show. This is BYU Sports Nation. Living at Trio is not about retirement. It's about fun. It was so different from everything we'd been taught to expect about senior living. I was delighted when we came and they had these raised gardens. Just love it here. I wish more people knew about Trio. Learn more at btrio.com. shows all about transformations weekdays on BYU TV presenting three shows that prove fixing up could be a step up first on backyard builds it's not just what's inside that counts Brian and Sarah can take any rundown backyard and turn it into a personal oasis then you can leave it to Brian to know where to start when it's time for renovations and it might not be where you think 
and Mickey and Sebastian show how they turn neglected houses into dream homes on Worst to First. Welcome home. Three great shows, countless transformations, shine together all week long with BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play, I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. We are moments away from the Yoli Childs press conference. We will take you there live to hear from the man himself. What goes into the decision? When did it happen? Why did it happen? And how does it happen when he sits in here just a few weeks ago and looks us in the eye and says, I'm going pro, I'm all in, and I'm close to his camp and a lot of his guys, and that's all I've ever heard is Yoli Childs is going pro. He's got to go all in, and then lo and behold, at the last minute, he releases that Twitter video Literally and says, the last I'm, minute. I'm coming back. It was the it was like, 10 Mountain Time yes, was the deadline. Yes. And a couple of days ago, he met with BYU and said, okay, I want to come back, right? And that process kind of started, and there's some formal paperwork you've got to figure out. But now this changes the entire dynamic of BYU basketball. We thought that they were an improved team with Jake Toulson, right? Last year's team is coming back. You lose McKay Cannon, Luke Worthington. You add Jake Toulson. You add, I guess, Yoli Childs because he's sort of left, and now he's back. Jesse Wade can play. This is a team that can make the tourney, and uh, we'll discuss whether we think that's the expectation or not. What's an overreaction? Can BYU challenge Gonzaga now? There are lots of questions to be had, but I think it's safe to say the Cougar Nation is ecstatic yes. at this news, which was very unexpected. One unexpected, huge decision changes expectations just like that. But how much? And are we overreacting to the news in regards to what we now expect from BYU basketball with the new coaching staff? Or do we feel like the new coaching staff makes it that much more of a BYU chance to get into the NCAA tournament. How much does that factor in? By the way, graduation's happening at the Marriott Center, so they're hap- this press conference is happening at the Student Athlete Building. We now go live to the Student Athlete Building where Yoli Childs is addressing the media. He is headed to the podium right now. Here we go. All right. Just a quick statement before we get into the questions. Um, This process has been unbelievable. And first off, I just want to say I'm grateful to to everyone that's helped me with this process. You know, first off, I'm grateful to God and I'm grateful to be a part of this church where I can go to the temple and pray and do all the right things to make a good decision. Uh, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for everything she does for me. And uh, she's been right beside me throughout this whole process. Uh, I'm thankful for the coaching staff here, the last coaching staff here. They did amazing things for me, and I'm grateful for BYU and for all the support the fans here have given me uh, no matter what. And, you know, I'm going to be able to be a pro for a really long time, but I only have one more year to do something special here. And I owe it to this school. I owe it to these guys over here, my teammates, to come back and do something amazing. And I just want to go all out and make something special happen for BYU. Hey, yo, Aaron Fissner with the Daily Universe. Um, you waited until just a few hours before the deadline. What was the final factor in your decision to come back to BYU? Uh, the final factor, like I said, was that the opportunities I had right now will be there. And 
I just want to do something special here. You know, I want to make a big run with these guys, and I want to come back and get my degree. And just those things together were, were huge for me and just wanted to come back and give it one last swing. Jody Genesee does Red News. What kind of opportunities did you have overseas, and were there some offers? And if so, how tempting was that to follow the dollar and, and follow that professional path instead of coming back? Yeah, I for sure had some overseas opportunities for uh, what some people would consider a significant amount of money. But if I played this game just for money, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And obviously that's important, and it's important to take care of your family. But uh, I love this game, and I love a lot of things about this game. And money's definitely not at the top of that list. Dana Green with ABC4. Uh, how much conversation did you have with uh, Mark Pope and how much did uh, he recruit you to try to come back? Too many conversations with Mark Pope. <laughs> Too many. Uh, BYU is very lucky to, to have Coach Pope and uh, the way he recruited me and then the conversations we had and the vision he has for this place is special and uh, I think recruits coming up are going to see that and I think it's going to be really big for BYU. Darnell Dixon, the Daily Herald. Yoli, last year when you entered this process, you came back with some specific instructions from scouts and coaches and GMs about what you needed to do to improve your game. What, what did you get feedback-wise during this encounter? Yeah, I think, uh, I think scouts saw that I got a lot better at some of the things they wanted me to get better at. I think uh, there were a couple other things that I didn't get good enough at to be ready for that level. Um, but I'm going to come back this year and, and make sure and be on a mission to be great at those things. Uh, one of those things is on the defensive end. Uh, for this team this year, obviously the ultimate goal is to make the tournament and make a run. Uh, my ultimate individual goal is going to be the defensive player of the year in this conference, and I think that's very possible, and uh, that's what I have my individual sight set on. Craig Rebell, BYU. Uh, what kind of conversations did you have with former BYU players that currently or have played professionally, and how much did they influence you in this process? Real, real quick, Greg, I got to call you out because I was looking on my Twitter the other day and it said, followed by Greg Rubel. I didn't know you unfollowed me. That hurt. That, that, one, that, one, stung, that one stung a little bit. That one stung a little bit. But, okay, all right. Well, I appreciate the follow back. But, uh, yeah, I've talked to a lot of the – the former players, uh, someone I talked to a lot was Kyle Collinsworth and uh, his experience, especially with some of the guys on this coaching staff and what they did for his game and uh, they, the work they put in with him. And uh, he's also very optimistic about the future here at BYU. And, uh, yeah, we just had a lot of really good conversations about those guys. Jake Hatch, the Zone Sports Network. Yoli with Jake Tool and some of these guys joining the roster. You said the ultimate goal is the NCAA tournament. Is that a realistic expectation in your mind with Gonzaga sitting there at the top of the conference right now? Absolutely. Uh, the, the work these guys have been putting in is awesome. It's been so cool to, to go in the gym and uh, see the workouts they've been doing and see the, the reps that the guys have been getting up. And Jake's a phenomenal player. Uh, I've had the opportunity to play pickup with him three or four times and uh, he's a competitor. He's going to bring a fire to the team. Uh, he brings leadership, poise. He's a guy that's been through a, a lot individually and, and knows what it takes to succeed at a high level. And guys like him are, are going to be great for us this year. 
Dana Green with ABC4 again. Um, what was the reaction of your teammates? What was the best reaction maybe you got from one of your teammates when you told them the news? The best reaction? Uh, just just the boys saying that we get to do the, the things that we did last year on the road and, and those type of things. Uh, it's really fun to, to have that unique opportunity to to be a college athlete and to have teammates that love you and that want to see you succeed. Um I'm really excited to be with a group of guys that cares about me so much, and I care about every single one of them so much. They're, they really are like brothers to me, and I'm so excited for, for another journey with them. Yeli, was there a particular aspect of this coaching staff that, that you uh, were excited to work with them in some way? Um, can you point out maybe a couple of those things that, that maybe they talked about with you? Yeah, the the two biggest things were probably their tenacity and their vision. Uh, they're, they're a coaching staff that's going to be in the gym all day long. I would go into the gym and shoot at 11 at night, and they're up there. I don't know what they're doing up there at 11, but they're up there working. And uh, they're a coaching staff that's going to give it their all and is going to work extremely hard. And then the vision that they have is special. I think that you guys have all seen that they bring a belief. They bring a belief that the impossible can happen and that something special can happen and I'm I'm bought into that. You know, I'm 100% in that something special is going to happen this year and we're going to make it happen. Kyle Ireland, ESPN 960. Yoli, in your announcement video, you mentioned wanting to have a magical season. What would have to happen in order for you to consider it at the end of the year a magical year? First and foremost, to be a magical year, we got to give it all we got every day. I want to look back at the end of this year and uh, be able to look in the mirror and have no regrets and say I, I laid it all out there every single game, every single practice. Uh, my teammates and I pushed each other every single day. But what sticks with me when it comes to that magic is that feeling when uh, when BYU was on top a couple years back, when they were making those tournament runs and there was Jimmer Mania and all those things. and. There was just imagining and excitement here in Provo, and I want to bring something like that back here. Yoli Mania? Yoli Mania. I don't know. Probably let's get some, some Jesse Mania. We'll see what he does. Yeah, Sean Morgan from KSL. Uh, Yoli, how much leadership is on this team? Because not, it's not just you coming back for your senior year, but there are a lot of seniors on this team and, and just a lot of experience that you guys have coming back from last year and the last two years. Did that help with your decision, knowing how much leadership there is coming back? For sure. There, there's a ton of leadership. Like you said, a ton of seniors and a ton of guys coming back with experience. I think our guys that were freshmen last year are going to have huge years this year. Once you get that freshman year under your belt, you have a lot more confidence coming in. Uh, you know what to work on in the summer. And then the seniors just want to win. All of us are bought in. We've had our individual success. We've had our individual awards and accolades. We just want to win, period. And we know that for all of our futures, that's the biggest thing is coming out, getting wins, and doing something special. Give, give, him, give him the mic. I'm sure he's got a question. Let's put the pressure on. Any other questions from this side? 
Yoli, what's the part of the game that NBA scouts, I think you addressed this earlier, but they wanted to work you to work on your three-point shooting. You did. You improved on that. Is there another aspect they really want you to work on going into the draft next year? Yeah, the, the defensive end and being able to show that I'm a versatile defender. Uh, I think I'm very capable of being a versatile defender, and I think it's going to be about habits and reps and, and putting in that effort every single day in practice and challenging myself and having this coaching staff challenge me to be the best defender on the floor every possession. And uh, I think over the course of the next few months that we'll get there to the point where I am an elite defender. And uh, like I said, that's my goal uh, personally, to come in and be the best defender in our league. And uh, that's what I want to go do. All right, thanks, everybody. Hey, hey. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go Cougs. Yoli Childs just addressed the local media in Provo, Utah, as to why he returned to BYU. I love this quote, Jerem. I'm going to be able to be a pro for a very long time. I only have one more year to do something special. I owe it to the school and my teammates to go out and do something special, end quote. Eric Mika and Elijah Bryant chose a different path, right? And that was what worked for them. Yoli Childs changed direction. He's coming back. He wants to make a tourney run. He wants to bring the juice back to Provo. And that's very exciting. That's not to say the previous two guys made a mistake, per se. But I'm excited that it wasn't three years in a row, that it was cut off at two, that Yoli Childs back. And boy, does he look good in that suit. He looks good back at BYU. He said all the right things. He wants to be the defensive player of the year. He identified that multiple times and what he needs to improve. I think offensively he's got a good skill set. Obviously he's got to be able to go off the dribble perhaps a little bit more. Athletically he's good. He's got the intangible. But this is a guy that can be the defensive player of the year. He could be the West Coast Conference player of the year. To me, uh, when you look at who's coming back, who's not going to the NBA, and who's, who's in the mix – it's uh, Jordan Ford and it's Yoli Childs as your preseason top two for the West Coast Conference Player of the Year. Well, it's interesting that he didn't mention Player of the Year. He said right. Defensive Player of the Year. Right. Yeah, and that'll take Which was uh, Brandon Clark last year a from significant Gonzaga. effort and well-deserved from Brandon Clark because uh, of what he, he did. He was the obvious choice. He was yeah. incredible. Now, he also said, speaking of Yoli Childs, and I quote, for this team this year, obviously the goal is to make the NCAA tournament. Again, my individual goal is to be the conference defensive player of the year. We will hear from his head coach and what he thinks about all this. Mark Pope, in just a few minutes, as we'll get you back to the student-athlete building. Jason Shepard is there kind of corralling uh, the madness and, and the head coach. So we'll go back there in just a moment. But B- BYU basketball is now, with one decision, entirely different yes. in terms of expectations. Because its best player is back. Yoli Childs is back. Okay, Jason Shepard is now standing by from the student-athlete building, ready to go with BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope. Coach, you are a very positive and happy person to begin with. How happy are you today with the news that Yoli is coming back? Uh, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, I'm so excited for Yoli. Um, you know, when you go through these processes, you, you, it's, it's for all these young men, this journey is a process of self-discovery about what you care about and what you want and what's most important to you. And um, he's been really generous with us. Uh, we spent countless hours having conversations in the office and workouts on the floor. And, and, um, and all of that was was just a little piece in him being able to discover through this process what he cares most about right now and he said it better than anybody could is that you know he 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 knows he only gets one shot at this 
and he wants to come back and do something special with these teammates. And, and the thing that kept coming back was how much he loves this university. He said it way better than I could, and so uh, we're so excited to have him be a part of this team and, and for all of us to go take a giant shot at this. He had mentioned jokingly that he probably spent too much time with you, but what was the pitch to him? Because for most of the offseason, it really did seem like he had turned the page and was going to try a professional career now. Well, listen, I don't, you know, a pitch sounds like a sales job, and we do that a lot, but but for these guys that are going through this process, it's just really kind of trying to provide an atmosphere for them where they can figure out what's inside of them, right? Um, you know, we talk about it on the court as realizing your full potential. is like, like thinking bigger than maybe what you did about what you can be as a player. But also the, the things you care about, um, sometimes it's important to get to see them and feel them and be around them and then have those things challenged and, and think that they might go away and understand it's your last time. And sometimes when you're in that situation, you get to see inside yourself and see what you want. So this is Yoli Childs, right? Um, this team is made up of some extraordinary individuals, um, and, and he's certainly one of them. And, and um and the thing that I think people could be really excited about is how much passion he has for this place, for this university, for for these fans, right, and for the mission of this school. And and he wants to come back and, and give it another shot at trying to do something amazing that can be put in the history books here. And you can't, you can't how can you not get behind that, right? I mean, that's the beautiful thing about college sports. And and he turned down uh, some, some really, really really significant opportunities to come back and do this and and that's something we can all get behind too what can you and the coaching staff do but also this opportunity to have him back do to help his stock moving forward because coming back did not end his pro career he's coming back to increase potential how can you help him with that well we, we had a lot of conversations and they weren't soft pitches uh, one of the things i told yoli is like you're going to walk out of practice half of the days and hate me uh, and under your breath be, you know, be making all kind of derogatory comments about this, this freaking Coach Pope. But, but that's how we'll grow, and he's willing to do that. I think he's excited about that. And, and, um, and so that's how you build yourself. You know, he said to me yesterday when he finally kind of when he finally closed the door on this thing, he said to me, just like he said to you guys today, he wants to come back and be the best defensive player in, in, in the conference this year, and, and I think he really believes that, and, and that's a great goal, and that's going to change his trajectory as a player, and it's going to change the trajectory of this team. Coach, uh, big news, for obviously, for Yoli, and a great day for BYU basketball. Thanks for taking the time and, uh, and for talking to us. Thanks. Let's go, Cougs. There you go. Spencer, Jaron, back to you. Thank you, Jason. You've heard from the man, Yoli Childs, and now you've heard from the other man, the head coach, Mark Pope. It's official. He's back. Now it's time to win. Absolutely. And uh, when asked about winning in the seniors, Yoli Childs said, we just want to win, period. And I'm excited about this group. Obviously, uh, you know, there's a big three now for BYU. That's important to have three guys that you feel like could score 20-plus. It's been a minute since that's happened. I I feel like the last time that was was – uh, Nick Emery's freshman year uh, three years ago where you had Nick Emery, Chase Fisher, and Kyle Collinsworth. Yeah. And that was a team that went to the NIT championship game, was on the fringe of the NCAA tournament. 
the the tipping point for this team now is there are six seniors. There were four going into the year because Yoli Childs was thought to leave. But Yoli comes back. Jake Toulson is in. There is senior leadership. There is experience. None of these guys have gone to the NCAA tournament. Jake Toulson wants to go to the tourney. All of the big three are seniors. Exactly. So this group is going to be focused, dialed in. They're going to be the leaders. This is the perfect scenario for a season in which Yoli Childs does what he says he came back to do, which is have a special season. Special would be going to the NCAA tournament, given that BYU's missed it the last four years and five of the last seven. And there is juice in the program with Jake Toulson coming in, Yoli Childs back, a new coaching staff. You can feel it. You, I get the sense that this is one of those teams that Cougar Nation is going to rally behind. This will allow guys like Connor Harding and Zach Selyus and Nick Emery to not feel as much pressure to yes. take and make big shots Jesse at Wade those too. critical points. Zach Selyus was so effective because he was kind of the fourth shooter with Kyle Collinsworth Chase Fisher Hopefully Trevin and Nell Nick Emery. A guy like that, which I would say at this point, redshirt Trevin Nell. take pressure off some of those other guys. BYU is going to take and hopefully make a lot of three-pointers, score a lot of points this season. Yes, it's good to feel like you have, one, the best player on the floor in the game. That's going to be Yoli Childs. He's the best player on this team. And that at any point, Jake Toulson or uh, TJ Haas could score sure. 30. Yeah, yes. Any of those guys score 20, They can 30, all go off. Fantastic. Coming up, what this means for Cougar Hoops immediately. Is BYU now an NCAA tournament team, and can they compete with Gonzaga for a West Coast Conference championship? A loaded, albeit belated edition of what's trending next on BYU Sports Nation. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation. What a day, what a show. The Yoli Childs News Conference broadcast worldwide on BYU TV. Happened just moments ago. We have breaking football news in regard to when games will kick off and where you can watch them and more Team USA shenanigans for volleyballers at BYU. Let's revisit today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. A Yoli 180 for the ages. Yoli Childs announces last night literally in the last hour on Twitter that he is withdrawing from the NBA draft and returning to BYU for his senior season. Childs led the Cougars, averaging 21 points and 10 rebounds in his junior season. A note, if the new rules this year had not been in place, perhaps Yoli Childs would not have come back because he had more time to figure out yeah. this decision. So thank goodness for those new rules where, oh, you can go back after signing an agent. It's all good. We know four more TV networks and times for BYU football games this season. In case you missed it, BYU will begin the season against Utah Thursday, August 29th, 10-15 Eastern time on ESPN. Game two at Tennessee on Saturday, September 7th at 7 Eastern on ESPN as well. Game three is in Provo against USC on Saturday, September 14th, 3.30 Eastern on ABC, ESPN, and or ESPN2. And the Idaho State game on Saturday, November 16th, will be live right here on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 3 Eastern. Sophomore middle blocker Heather Knighting, one of 20 players on the USA Volleyball Junior National Team. The roster gets cut down to 12 players for the Under-20 World Championships in Mexico this July. Knighting is in Japan with the USA Collegiate National Team, along with head coach Heather Olmsted. She's clearly a world traveler. And soccer put out the 2019 schedule. It includes six Power 5 teams, a pair of national champions on the schedule. The season begins at Alabama and Mississippi State. Other highlights include Utah at home on September 6th, 
Texas A&M in Provo, September 12th, who finished number 13 last season. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Guess who's back? Yoli Childs, that's who. Jerem, what is your reaction to Yoli Childs' return? Surprised, stoked, excited. I said that Jake Toulson was the best get BYU could get in in this offseason. Well, externally, yes. Internally, it was Yoli Childs. So now you bring back Yoli Childs, and now Jake Toulson's back in the fold. This is a team... This is a team that's really good. Okay, uh, best player on the team, Yoli Childs, in my opinion. How special is he? This is this isn't our stat of the day, by the way. We have a better <laughs> one. Yoli Childs is the only player in BYU history in the top fifteen in scoring, okay, and top five in total rebounds and blocks. The only guy. Am I supposed to be impressed? Well, I am. By the end of his career, he's pacing at the end of next season, to be top five scoring, number one rebounds, top three in blocks. He'll be number one in double-doubles, too. This guy's an all-timer at BYU, all-timer athletically. He is a tremendous player, and now he's identified the next step, which we just heard from him, is that he wants to be an elite defender. He could be part of a group that gets BYU back to the tourney, and Dave Rowe's best teams had three guys you thought could score 20 in a game, Yes, and now they have it. Trey BN, think about the legacy that Yoli Childs could potentially leave by coming back to BYU for his senior year. If BYU gets back to the NCAA tournament, yes. then we will never forget. We, already, we probably won't forget the fact that he decided to come back. But if they get to the NCAA tournament, then that just solidifies his greatness and his legacy at BYU that much more. Because BYU has been absent from the big dance for four years. Ugh. Four it, years. It's been tough. It's been really tough. Yes, they've gone to the NIT and they've had some success there. Who cares? BYU wants to be in the big dance. Or stated once again, the objective is clear. They believe they can compete with a team like Gonzaga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll get into that in just a bit. <laughs> Along yeah, with compete other- is different than win the league over them. Along right? with other things that might be borderline blue goggleish expectations. Yeah, but, but aim for it. Sure. They should aim for it. We're the ones that try and assess what could really happen. That's fine. And I would love to be wrong on a lot of this. I'm super excited for Yoli. I am, I am thrilled that he has the opportunity to do something that he hasn't done and take this BYU program to a place that it hasn't been in a very long time. There's a drought and he is crystal clear, beautiful water. He really is for yes. this program. Yes. Hey, trust Let me. Let that water flow over you. Yes. And we can keep the child's puns and the Yoli puns for one more year, which Sweet is Sweet fan- child's of mine. Which is fantastic. And now to topic two. We did not anticipate Yoli Childs would be on this team again. So now that he's on it, how does he fit in? Uh, he fits perfectly because BYU based on what we conversed about yesterday, was in desperate need of another big man. Our starting fives are uh, obsolete from yesterday. <laughs> that changes. We're, we were all thinking, what's BYU going to do in the post? Gavin Baxter and who else? Who else is going to join Gavin Baxter? Is, it, is there somebody coming down the pipeline? The answer is yes, and it's Yoli Child. So he fits in perfectly. Now think about this starting five. Yes, and, okay? and we are consensus on this. Think about this starting five. Gavin Baxter at the five. Yoli Childs at the four. Jake Toulson at the three or the two, whatever. Connor Harding on the other wing. And TJ Haas running the point. You think that's a good squad? Uh, yes, please. If I'm Nick Emery, I want to start over Connor Harding, right? 
I, I of think course. right now that that'll be a fun competition. That's the only one up in the air for me. The other uh, the other four locks. We'll see if Connor Harding's the guy or Nick Emery. But then you have seniors: Zach Selyus, Dalton Nixon, Nick Emery coming off the bench, Jesse Wade. The the he sat out last year as a redshirt. Now there's nine guys that I think you feel pretty good about. And then you work in some other of the younger guys, Trevin Nell's role on this team, Colby Lee, uh, and so on. Uh, Wyatt Lowell and Richard Harward are redshirting, uh, won't be able to play, uh, or will they? We'll see, right? So I like the direction here. What this means is BYU doesn't need to go get a five. We were saying, hey, they need a center. Exactly. They need a center. Who, they, well, who are they going to get? What they, are they going to do? They don't need it, okay? I believe that Pope Burgess and, and Figure can develop uh, – Childs now into a guy that let's see if he gets a, a G League deal or a D League deal. I can't even remember what is it G League now. G League G is in Gatorade. Yeah, okay. So I yeah he fits in just fine. It's not how Yoli fits. It's how Jake Toulson fits because this is essentially the same team as last year with the addition of the WAC Player of the Year, which makes you feel pretty good about BYU's chances of going to the next level. The next level for BYU is not the NIT right now. What is it? May 30th, 2019? Yes. If BYU makes the NIT, we're all going to be disappointed. There's too much talent on this team. Too much to be in the NIT this year. I don't even care if they win the NIT. It's NCAA tournament or bust. And speaking of the talent coming back, that takes us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The last time BYU basketball had a trio of players who averaged 55-plus points all the way back in 1988-89. Listen to this trio. Michael Smith, Marty Haas, and Andy Toulson. How about this? There's a Haas and a Toulson in the mix with this big three. Well, well, well. I believe Jake's, uh, what, nephew or cousin? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. There's relation there. Yeah. And then now obviously that's, Marty's that's son, That's a group that returned, right? Not just did it in a season. That returned. Seniors. This is what St. Mary's has enjoyed. And a team even like Gonzaga has enjoyed. Senior, experience, outstanding players. BYU hasn't had this in a while. Now they have six seniors, and the big three are all in their final year. I love this so much. I can't believe it's been this long since BYU's had this type of big three. Got to go all the way back to 1988 and 89, but hallelujah, it's here. With the big three, this isn't a hope that these are good players. They are good players. They are good players. TJ Haas was a, he wasn't a first teamer last year. He should have been, clearly. He's the only player in BYU history to go 17 and 5 in a year. Like, that's amazing. Yoli Childs, we outlined how special he is. Jake Toulson, he's a 180 guy in terms of percentage shooting, which is incredible. Those three will carry this team in an immense way. Now, technically speaking, this current trio of Yoli Childs, TJ Haas, and Jake Toulson average 54.7 combined points. You round up to the 55 number. In 88-89, it was 55.7. The point is, it's nice to have a big three returning that are all proven scorers. Yes. Finally, topic three, Jerem. Is BYU basketball now officially an NCAA tournament team? That's the expectation. Right now, if Lenardi did a bracket, he's not putting BYU in because he probably doesn't know what we know at this granular level, right? That's the expectation now, though. I think it's NCAA tournament or bust for BYU basketball. It has to be. If they don't get to the tourney with those three guys and six total seniors, one of which is Nick's, uh, Nick Emery. His, his last chapter hasn't been written in his redemption story. And I'm looking forward to seeing 
and reading that, if you will. Zach Selyus, Dalton Nixon, okay, are the others that round it out. Those six guys can get BYU to the tourney because guess what? With Pope and this coaching staff, this might be their most talented team for the next three or four years because you have a big three. You have six seniors. They're together. Five of these six have grown old together, as Gregor Bell has liked to say, hey, that, that's important. Now BYU has a group that can do it. It's NCAA tournament or bust, and I don't think that's blue-goggled at all. Think about the recent NCAA tournament teams that BYU has featured. They've had seniors. Tyler Hawes, Brandon Davies. Kyle Collinsworth. Kyle Collinsworth. I mean, they've had experienced veteran players that have come back. With young guys that inject themselves in. Gavin Baxter, Jesse Wade, Connor Harding. These are the young guys, right? BYU should expect to be an NCAA tournament team. No more wavering. No more humming and hawing from us and, well, it'd be nice if they could be a bubble team. We believe in this team. Like, consensus that this is an NCAA tournament team. And they feel that way. It's Uh, been a while since I've been like, yes, Yes. this team will make the NCAA tournament. I think the biggest difference in all this equation, by the way, is the coaching staff. I'm not not here to dog on the previous staff and what they did because what Dave Rose did is incredible. Yes. And it probably won't be outdone in terms of volume of NCAA tournament appearances and conference titles and whatnot. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. But the last three or four years were kind of different. The juice that this staff's bringing, the new life, it's just different. It's just different. Jeremy, I'm about to do something I haven't done in a very long time. Oh, what? You're going to step out? What are you, where are you going? I, don't, I have no idea what he's doing. Oh, the tournament train hat is back. Yes! Yes! It's been so long. The tourney train hat is back. It's going on. I'm going over the top style. I forgot that it existed. Nice reference to the uh, Sylvester Stallone hey. movie. <laughs> the tourney over train the top, hat is you on. Seen it, you got to watch it. Let's go. I... Dude, I have not seen. I forgot the hat existed. Feels good, doesn't it? Yes. It's back, baby. I, and I think it looks good. Question mark. It's back. Where did we get that again? We Derry got Keen in, in, uh, Keen in Heber, Heber, Utah. Yeah. Shout out to Derry Keen. Yeah. Uh, Didn't you get sick I after got food poisoning from our... <laughs> but I love Derry Keen. I don't want this to be... Anyway. Coming up, what are your new expectations for BYU hoops? We overreact? Question mark. Can BYU challenge the Zags for the West Coast Conference Championship next year? This is BYU Sports Nation. Choo-choo! BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. BYU Sports Nation's on demand. Watch it on BYUSN.com or the BYU TV app. You can listen on BYU Radio's app or where podcasts are found. I know this is a unique show because my eye is twitching and I have the tournament train hat on. Your eye's twitching? Yes. You okay? The energy You're is excited. real. Yeah. So when you get excited, your eye twitches? How do I not know this? I've literally done 1,500 shows with you. That's a thing? Our question of the day. Yeah, the eye, the eye's twitching. Wow. Energy's high. I like that. With the return of Yoli Childs, what are your expectations for BYU basketball next season? At Andrew G. Garrett answers on Twitter. And at large bid and the big dance. Do it for Yoli. You bring back almost all production from last year, plus add Jake Toulson and Jesse Wade. Sounds like a serious upgrade from last year's team. Hashtag BYUSN. Yeah. No, this is, you know, you're, you're getting ready to order your cabinet, and you're like, oh, let's do the faux marble. No, 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 no. Let's do the marble. The real marble. Let's Join go. the conversation whenever you want on social media. Hashtag BYUSN. It's time to play overreaction 
or not. Presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. Ben Bagley, it's about time you got in on this show. Let's go with number o- one. Overreaction or not, me calling 911 because Spencer's eyes twitching. <laughs> 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 uh, seriously, should we be worried? The, the medics show up. <laughs> all good. Do you smell burnt toast? That's false. Really, I think my contact's just being weird. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay. Even, it's all good. I didn't know you wore contacts. Like, you you don't need to today. see to do this show, Spencer. You can just talk. We're good. Okay. All right. First one, overreaction or not, BYU is now an NCAA tournament team. I would say uh, I, I I would say overreaction just because BYU, I expect BYU to do it, but currently, no one's going to validate BYU as such. I think uh, our uh, blue-goggled uh, you know, BYU bias take is that this team will be an NCAA tournament team, but as currently constituted, um, they'll make it, but I would say like right now, are they one? Well, they have to get in to be one. Uh, clearly, I think this is not an overreaction because I'm wearing the tournament train hat yeah. and I'm sticking with it. This well, is not an overreaction. Well, I, I am too. What I mean is when Lenardi puts out a bracket. Oh, he's not sure. Yeah. Now, from a national perspective, yeah. yes, it's an overreaction from what we know. And in your words, the granular state. They're going to make it. The details. BYU will They're make it. They're going to get in. Yeah. Number two. Overreaction or not. BYU will now challenge Gonzaga for the end for the WCC title. Okay, that let's is an overreaction. Okay, let's um, go. Now, well, now, yeah. Well, now let's talk about it because challenge is different than win. Okay, do BYU we believe BYU win. will win the WCC title? BYU needs to I win do. at least sixteen conference yeah. games to do this. I do not believe BYU win the WCC. I, I and that's fine. Dave Rose never won the. WCC, right? He won the Mountain West, but he he never won one with with some good players. If BYU wins the WCC title, that would be amazing. BYU has at most won fourteen games in a conference season. Fourteen and four, I think, was their best mark ever since joining the WCC, which is pretty good. Sixteen point two wins or whatever is the average over that span of time for the team that won the league championship. Gonzaga loses one, maybe, maybe two, two games. Maybe I, two. I, I don't see BYU being at that level this year, and that's okay. They can still make the dance. They can still do what they want to do. St. Mary's is really good. We think the conference overall will be good again, like we saw from last year in the bottom well, half. Well, I think San Francisco takes a step back. Without Frankie. For San Diego, with their loss Pepperdine's, of seniors. I think Pepperdine could be a challenge. Colby Ross is yeah. a really good player. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the league will be as good top to bottom, but I think it'll be competitive. St. Mary's is really good. I would love BYU to win the most games they've ever won. I yeah. think they can win 15 games in sure. conference. No, 15 would be amazing. 15 games, but I still think it's an overreaction to think that yeah. they can win the league right now because Gonzaga's yeah. still a top 10 team nationally. But that's the goal, right? That's the goal. Go win the league. Because you win the league... Now, if BYU wins the regular season, they'll be in the NCAA. Hey, Mark Pope says he likes to uh, hear what he can't do and then yeah. try and do that thing. So there, there yeah. you go. Obviously, you don't need us saying you can't do it like everyone else is saying. Yeah. There you go. Next. Last one, overreaction or not, BYU will have the WCC Player of the Year. They could. Uh, I think if St. Mary's took second by themselves and Jordan Ford was clearly the leading scorer in the league and all that, but, but Jordan Ford and Yoli Childs had the exact same number of points, by the way, in conference play last year. I think, I think it's not an overreaction. I think that Yoli Childs, a la Kyle Collinsworth, sure. could be the West Coast Conference Player of the Year in spite of perhaps not winning the league. That can happen. Yeah, he's a preseason 
conference player of the year favorite, along with Killy and Tilly and Jordan. Ford. I don't think that, Tilly's at Tilly, that level, frankly. Tilly, I think Ford is. Tilly, because he plays for Gonzaga and their whole mantra is balance, and we're going to beat you with a bunch of different guys. It it's hasn't hard, always been that, though. It's harder for a guy at Gonzaga in recent years to win conference player of the year compared to a guy from yeah. St. Mary's well, last BYU. Year yeah, yeah, well, yeah. last year they were one of the best teams in the country. They have been the last three to five. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I think uh, that BYU's in a good spot there. I don't think Kelly and Tilly is a player of the year candidate kind of guy. Yeah, like, yes, but I don't think he actually yeah. wins it. It's not an overreaction that Yoli Chaz could be the conference player of the year. No. Coming up, BYU and Utah have a time and TV network for the game, plus three more. It's all on the whip. And which former Cougar is being inducted into a ring of honor in the National Football League? <sighs> this is BYU Sports Nation. This segment brought to you by Delta Airlines. Climb higher. Shout out to today's guests, Yoli Childs and Mark Pope. And speaking of Yoli Childs as a guest, he will join BYU Sports Nation in Studio B tomorrow. We'll dive a little bit deeper in the decision to return for his senior season. Show's on demand via the podcast and the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps. If you missed the Yoli Childs press conference, the Mark Pope interview, it's all on demand. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. Yoli Childs announces he's coming back to BYU. Childs is the only player in BYU history in the top 15 of scoring and top five in total rebounds and blocks. Football. BYU announces broadcast details along with ESPN for four games. Utah, Tennessee, USC, and Idaho State. Utah BYU kicks off Thursday, August 20th, 10.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, 91 days from now. Tennessee, another ESPN game a week later on September 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, September 14th, BYU hosts USC at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC, ESPN, or ESPN2. And the Idaho State game on Saturday, November 16th, will be live right here on BYU TV at 3 Eastern. Another note, Jerem. Former BYU head coach and current Virginia head football coach Bronco Mendenhall has agreed to a two-year contract extension through the 2024 season. BYU, of note, scheduled to face the Cavaliers and Bronco in 2021 and 2023. Mm -hmm. Volleyball. Middle blocker, sophomore to be Heather Knighting is one of 20 players on the USA Volleyball Junior National Team. The roster will go down to 12 players for the U-20 World Championships in Mexico in July. Soccer. Women's soccer releases the 2019 schedule. The Cougars will take on six Power 5 teams, including Alabama, Mississippi State, Utah, Texas A&M, Kansas, and Kansas State. Cougars in the NFL. Former Cougar tight end Brian Billick will be inducted into the Baltimore Ravens' ring of honor. Billick played at BYU from 74 to 76, then began coaching in 78 with LaBelle Edwards. Billick coached the Ravens from 99 to 2007 and won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 35, in 2000. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies and BC Zalgiris currently playing game two of their finale series against Ritas. Zalgiris leads by 13, 46-33 at half. Cougars in the minors. Brendan Lund went two for three with two runs scored and two RBIs in the AAA Salt Lake Bees 10-9 win over the Fresno Grizzlies. And Colton Shaver went two for four at a two-run home run and a run scored, of course, in the high A Fayetteville Woodpeckers. 4-3 loss to the Wilmington Blue Rocks. He leads high A with overall doubles and extra base hits. He's killing it. Nice. Today's rise and shout out for Yoldi Childs, obviously, on his return. Been a ton of great reactions, including the assistant coaches, which was put out last night. <laughs> Chris Burgess, Nick Robinson, Cody Feger. Not sure what's happening in there, but we love it. There's confetti on the ground. Like, th- there's streamers, balloons, 
a Vuvuzela, although Nick uh, didn't use the Vuvuzela. <laughs> uh, I like the rhythm of, yeah. It, burp, 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 yeah, that's good. Yeah, love that's it. Good. Question of the day with the return of Yoli Childs, what are your expectations for BYU basketball next season? Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years at Corondado Zach says, 10 seed or lower in the NCAA tournament. Now we're getting picky. Sweep of St. Mary's and Titanic battles with Gonzaga. Since I got my blue goggles on, WCC tournament champs. Might as well. Sorry to Dennis Pitta, right? Apparently ran out of time. Yeah, for Jeremiah no Spencer, shout out to Michael Smith. We'll see you for BYU Sports Station tomorrow.